it's the Halloween episode of Old Newborn Blue. Olivia, are you excited for the episode ahead? I am buzzing for the spectacular experience we're going to have. I like that. We are recording on the 31st of October for extra spooky vibes and I think it's very exciting. I always get quite excited at Halloween. It's definitely a different Halloween than usual this year but there's a good show ahead. Yeah, just so just sit back, get your pumpkin spice latte, carve a pumpkin, whatever you want to do, crack on with it. Ha 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 ha! 
<laughs> we'll start with an introduction. It's all new borrowed blue. We go and we play some old music, new music, borrowed is foreign language music, and then blue is Scottish music. And for this episode, we are indeed doing a Halloween spin with all of our choices. And we'll sort of explain them as we go. And I think some of them are quite obvious. Some of them need a bit of explaining. We took a bit of liberty with some of them. I'm Richanda, and this is... Olivia. Boop, boop. And what song do you want to get started with? Um, I say we get started with Ghosted by Declan Welsh and the Decadent West. Yeah, okay, so that's actually a song that I chose. Um, Declan Welsh, we've, like, we've played the, those guys before. I think we played them actually just a couple of weeks ago. I've been very into Declan Welsh and the Decadent West recently. It's more of like a sort of like songwriter-heavy stuff that they do, like very lyrical quite like, I think they, they're more described as like poetic. Um, I just thought Ghosted was good because one, highly topical in the current world, and two, ghosts. That's as much as I'm explaining that. Off we go. Oh, won't you tell me why sometimes? Because I sit Declan Welsh and the Decadent West with Ghosted here on the Halloween spectacular version of Old New Borrow Blue. I thought it was quite good. I think it's quite, yeah, like an interesting topic, the idea of being ghosted in the modern world. I feel like it gets a lot of like cultural referencing a lot of the time. Like people talk about it in like TV, music, writing as well. I think it's one of those terms that became quite a buzzword like mm-hmm. a year or two ago. And do you know every now and again there'll be like an article that'll come up on your Facebook of people being like, oh, like this date and term, have you heard about being blah, blah, blah. So it's like catfish, ghosted, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and exactly. Those terms. And I think, I don't know, it kind of just captured the imagination of a lot of people because I think, yeah, I don't know, just like dating culture, I think being based on the internet more probably does enter it because there's the whole like, aspect of it being less personal. And is it not? So who's it that does that podcast that you like? Did she not write a book about this? 
the one that does the she used to do the yeah she used to do the the like advice columns um, what's she called oh, it's not Pandora Sykes it's the other girl I will tell you her name because I literally was listening to the podcast the other day Dolly Atherton yeah so I think has she not just brought out a book called like Ghosted I'm sure mm-hmm and that was basically like kind of because like she chose the name because it's such a buzzword and it kind of like summarizes a lot of dating at the moment. I just thought that was interesting. But will we move on to our next song? Yes. So okay. the next song again, we took a bit of liberty with them. So the next songs are new. With... Yeah, so I actually quite like your explanation for why you chose this one. So I think you should go through it for us. Okay, so the next one is Na 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 by Kanye West. And I chose this because I feel like Kanye is kind of representative of the whole like American election and it's quite a scary time. So that's why I chose mm. it. It was I took a lot of liberty with that one. I actually do wonder so like when is when's the results for that coming through? So the election's in a few days' time. Mm. I think it's less than a week now. And obviously how it works is you have the actual election results for people who have gone in and done the polls will come out like later that night, sort of mm-hmm. thing. Kind of like how we have over here. But they also have mail-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, so the actual result doesn't come out for a few days, I think. I might be wrong. I don't know very much about American politics. No, so that's what like I thought as well. And then I've just been getting confused because it's quite different to how it is here. Like I feel like here, maybe it's because we're like a smaller country and everything's more close together. It's like once the stuff's done, it's done. It's like one night and there's your result. Where it's kind of different in the US. And I feel like, I don't know, is there going to be a bit of media fatigue with it? Like, I feel like we've already been hearing about it for so long. Like, honestly, about a year really, it feels like. Yeah, it does feel like it's been a year that they've been discussing this election. Mm -hmm. And that's insane. Yeah, exactly. And also because I feel like the whole previous like Donald Trump term has been talking about like how they're gonna get him out and things so it feels like it really has been like since he got in they've been talking about this election so like four years leading up to this big night mm-hmm. and it's it's a scary time I think it's quite tense I think you're right like it is very I think they've uh, chosen a very interesting time of year for it. like it is scary as you see and I think it's scary because it's like what happens whether it goes either way because I think a lot of people have sort of seen the voting in of Trump as like the official start of like all the strange political stuff that happened in terms of maybe it wasn't like the official like day one start point of it but it was definitely the thing that gave it such a wide green light and the same way that like when Brexit happened in the UK I feel like racial tensions kind of went up and like it kind of allowed people who like did have particularly like hard right views like it kind of let them know that it was okay to hold those yeah i was i watched a video um but probably like two years ago so within like two years of trump's um presidency and it was talking about this idea that trump goes so far right and like not just necessarily him but a lot of parties are going so far right that the right is going further mm-hmm. to the right and then when you see that you then are like oh my god that's insane so then they'll say things that they would have said before that you'd be like that's insane and you go do you know what that's quite kind of more normal now does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah it's, like if I turn to you and I'm like god your eyebrows are so manky and then someone else comes up and goes oh your eyebrows aren't nice today because they've said something less extreme you're like do you know what that's that's actually all right I'll take that <laughs> and I don't know why that's a comparison but that's apparently what no, it's I like no I think that's now. a it's a good explanation I think that's I think that's that's helped me understand that. I think it's just the idea of, yeah, like, it's, it really moved the goalposts, I think, officially. The fact that, as well, that, I don't know, I think America definitely holds itself up to these standards. Maybe the rest of the world doesn't quite, but I think, like, especially when we were younger, I feel like America was seen as, like, number one nation in the world, and, like, you don't really, like, definitely there were faults there, and they would have maybe been discussed in, like, the adult world, but I feel like if you're at all shielded from it, it was like this idea that like America, land of the free, it's like the place with all these opportunities and it just clearly not been that way but it's like Trump being voted in just really like cast this big light on it. Yeah, me and some of my friends were discussing that concept of when you were younger, you wanted to be American. Like it was so weird but you did, you were like wow America, like America seems like amazing. You know, your friends would go on holiday and come back and you'd be like oh that sounds so cool and you mm-hmm. see them on like Americans 
all over your social media like that seems so cool and now you're just like I'm fine I'm completely yeah. fine somehow being British <laughs> also just I think that I don't know like I don't know American politics I think is always just going to be so divided and I feel like UK politics is the same Whereas maybe just being Scottish specifically, it's slightly different. Like, I feel like we have a slightly different political landscape, slightly. Like, it is more towards the left. Like, Scottish Tories are more left than the whole UK-wide branch. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. It's like, what will, say, the election in the US, how will that impact the sort of politics that we see here? Because, like, did Trump getting in there mean that we had Boris Johnson over here? Because I think potentially... Because it kind of lowered the standards a bit. Like, no offence to them both, but... but. <laughs> I know, you're right. So, and then the third thing with Kanye, it's kind of even scarier, because he's, like, right into your ballots, and it's, like, insanity. Yeah, because I think that's the thing, is, like, I don't know if there's... Like, there is a bit of a celebrity culture to politics in the US as well. Like, there kind of always has been. And, I don't know, Trump almost got voted in because he was a bit of a celebrity, like he he was quite well known. Like he was the Alan Sugar of the US, which is bizarre to me. I know, cause like, could you imagine, like anyone doing that over here? I don't think so, cause I think there is this whole idea that to be a politician in the UK, it's like kind of to be quite clean cut and to like not have that much. I know, like almost not have that much personality. Like you need to be there to do a job. Yeah, you have to be. And like we tend to not vote on personality as much. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's quite true, but I think it's definitely less of the whole. Like, you know, like in the US, it's very much like the, the like politicians' whole family has to be squeaky clean and like just look picture perfect. Yes, because it's like they're buying this whole package. It's almost like a massive image thing over there, so they're mm-hmm. fine with the celebrity image to go along with it. Whereas yeah. over here, we're not like that. Yeah, it's like it's more reliable there. But I don't know. I think it'll be interesting how it turns out because, like, if Trump wins what does that say it feels like not much will change actually like it feels like the whole like psyche of everyone at the moment is just like well that's the way the world's going like that's that's just that whereas like if biden wins does everything get fixed like are we suddenly more hopeful because i feel like there's been so much not just in terms of like tv and comedy and whatever i feel like it's been so much like oh well like the world's desolate now haha trump yeah like if he goes does that all stop I think when you look at the um, Supreme Court and everything, I think it's at times looks like it's too far gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a Republican majority. I might be wrong about that. I think that's not the case. Yeah, I think it at least would be something, though, if the president wasn't, because it sort of almost balances things out. Yeah, our checks and balances start coming more into place. Yeah, whereas, I don't know, like, does it does it fix things? Even if it's not in a practical sense, but even if it's just in yeah, that sort of psyche sense, like, will our whole mindset not be like, oh, well, we're down the slippery slope now, the rise of populism? Like, are we are we back? Are we fixed? Are we feeling more hopeful? Okay, well, we've got a really depressing note on it, but it was a dark note for the radio show for our Halloween special. Halloween. Yeah. So I feel like Halloween politics... It's definitely happening. <laughs> so now we're going to play Na 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 by Kanye West. Boy, we won, never no joke. Na Na Na. Oh, summer, 30 rope. Na Na Na. Who do you talk about? Na Na Na. Doing everything they did in the lab. Na Na. Overthrow. Send the drones in. All the maneuvers. Fill it closed in. I don't need a strike back. I let God fight my battles. Hey, start with a track. Let it down on what it got. Next time you text, can it wait? You were talking to a presidential candidate. I know you think Obi's one getting tired now. Don't jump, Anakin. I got the higher ground. I'ma hit the moon, walk like I seen Tito. Man, a bumble song like President Gambito. Got the sign up for the Beatles. Sign a release, I'm a freedom, man. This is the video game, this is simulation, man. How do you listen to lame? They the imitation, man. Take an idea, live it. Take an idea, did it. Take an idea with it. Just look how we get it. Just look how we did it. Can't tell me we ain't did it. Can't tell me we ain't lit it. Can't tell me we ain't lit it. Just look how we get it. Pontoons ain't timeless. Cop cops ain't minus. Won't call ain't wireless. Boy, we won, never no joke. Nah, nah, nah. 
all summer. Dirty rope, nah, nah, nah. Who do you talk about? Nah, nah, nah. Doing everything they didn't allow. Nah, nah. Overthrow. Send the drones in. All the maneuvers. Fill the coast in. I don't need a strike back. I let God fight my battles. Ain't that with a cat? Let it down or what it got? If I put myself in harm's way to give my own master, then put they self in harm's way to stay the master. Then put they self in harm's way cause they ain't asking. Then put they self in harm's way cause slaves are massive. Do you want me to get specific? Do you want me to name numbers? Do you want me to name summers? All the stars came from us. All the styles came from us. All the talent came from us. All the shoes came from us. But the news ain't on us. All the news ain't honest. All the news ain't honest. They wanna ignore me. Rewrite the story. Take all the top spots in every category. Back and fast with them boys. Can it, can it ignore me? Boy, we won never no joke. Nah, nah, nah. All summer, murder rope, nah, nah, nah. Who do you talk about? Nah, nah, nah. Doing everything they didn't allow. Nah, nah. Overthrow. Send the drones in. All the maneuvers. Feeling closed in. I don't need a strike back. I let God fight my battles. Ain't that with a cat? Let it down or what it got? Welcome back to Old New Borrowed Blue. That was Na 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 by Kanye West. I think it's, I, I don't know, that one's kind of surprised me that it came out because that's like, what, two weeks old now? And I think, I just feel like I didn't hear about it. Like, when did that happen? Have I been like head in the sand for a couple of weeks? I just feel like Kanye quite, I don't know, his, his past few releases have been a bit like, oh, surprise, there you go. We're yeah, expecting that one, kids. And they're quiet. Sometimes when they do, oh, surprise, it's like, oh my god, can you release this, blah, 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 blah. But it was like, oh, can you release something? Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like all the talk. It wasn't all over the media or that. Yeah, do you feel like can you sort of less of a big deal now? Like, are people over can you, would you say? Or, because at one point he was definitely held up as being a bit of a musical god. Like, people did think he was a genius. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. A good few years ago, he was seen as like, revolutionising the music scene a decent amount. He probably did as well. Like, yeah. I think it's one of those things where people like, they kind of look down on Kanye a bit. They're like, oh, he's an idiot. He's like, he's up his own bum. Like, ugh, he's not that good. Whereas, like, I think he does have genuine talent there. And I feel like he's one of those people that, like, the character he presents definitely detracts from, like, the quality of music and the way it's regarded. I'd say the other person that that kind of brings to mind is Lady Gaga. I feel like people really, like, especially at the start, looked down on her. They were like, oh, she's just this like gimmick. It's not real art. It's not really good music. It's just like pop nonsense. Whereas like, I think she is actually incredibly musically talented. And I think now people acknowledge that. People are like, mm-hmm. this, after A Star Is Born, I think people were like, she rebranded yeah. and folk went, oh, she's actually really serious now. She has a really good voice. And it's like, it sucks that they can't have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. It's like to be taken seriously, you have to be serious. Whereas I feel like she was sort of doing this whole, like avant-garde persona, which I think was really interesting. Like you look back on that and you're like, that was actually really artistic. And it's kind of weird because obviously, like, like David Bowie did that. Yeah. Like why was that taken more seriously? Sexism. Oh yeah, I saw that face. You were literally doing it. You're like, when do I say it? When do I drop the word? Sexism. I mean, probably though, right? Yeah. When you think about, I was talking about this recently, but like, um. The whole thing to do with like One Direction might become the new Beatles, where we go, oh my god, One Direction music is actually all right. Why did we bash it? Because the target audience mm-hmm. was teenage girls. Because the Beatles wasn't really respected in like the sixties. I think people yeah. forget that. And it's such a thing. It's like anything where as soon as females, specifically younger females, are attacked. And, like, to be honest, they're targeted by marketing companies, and, like, these bands are made that way. And it's, like, as soon as they're attached to something, it suddenly is just not respected at all. Like, it's suddenly not a valid interest, and it's something to be embarrassed about being interested in, because young girls are into that. And you're just, like, that's kind of... It's it's just really rude, because it's just not the same treatment with something that's, like, specifically targeted at guys. Like, it's just not. Whereas there's always something sort of silly and like, oh, you're so brainless. Oh, so empty-headed to like that. And as soon as that happens, it's like that whole act or like artist, they're suddenly just completely sort of like tossed aside. Like they can't have any musical merit 
because teenage girls like them. So it's like if One Direction ever actually released like a really good song, like really musically well regarded, I don't think Andy would say that because I think it would be like, oh no, but they're One Direction or like, oh, they're, they were in One Direction. Because like think about Harry Styles, like I feel like he's actually doing some like pretty interesting stuff. Exactly, and I think some people are picking up on that, but I think there is also this like sort of shadow constantly of like, oh, he's, he's quite girls like him so I feel like if he'd sort of yeah exactly like if he'd come onto the scene completely on his own would he be in quite high regard I think so I think what he's doing is quite interesting I think what he's doing is kind of akin to like a lot of other like indie music Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean the sound of it but Mm -hmm. because he was in one direction I don't think he'll ever remove that image entirely yeah you know I think it's just interesting and I think it's definitely a thing that as soon as a girl or like girls as a group are into something it suddenly just isn't respected as much and I think it's just one of those things it's so culturally like prevalent that people don't even question it and then as soon as you start to look at it you suddenly see all these things it's like yeah why is that seen like that so like for example yoga that very specifically is now associated with women like that's a, a woman's activity to do so loads of people don't respect it it's like, it's like suddenly seen as not a very good activity or not a very hard activity whereas the People who do quite, like, they take yoga seriously, essentially, and do lots of it, they're probably quite high-performing. Yeah, exactly. And I think it is quite hard, and it's one of those things that it'll just never be respected in the same way because it's seen as more of a female thing. I definitely agree with that. Do you want to move on to one of your songs now? Yes, we will, because I feel like as soon as we get started on sexism, we're like... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As we should. So yeah, like, my next one, I don't know, I found it quite difficult to choose a foreign language song that was specifically about sort of Halloween things, because I think I've played them all before, the ones that I would have thought of on the top of my head. So I sort of went through things, and I was like, oh, that'd be a good idea, and then suddenly I realised I'd played it already. But this one I found, it's called Le Chat Noir, which I thought was quite Halloween-y, Black Cats, and it's by La Jarry, who are a band from Orléans. Des roses, une bague et un vibromasseur. C'est clair que notre histoire elle sent elle roussie. Lorsqu'un jour elle m'a dit, elle s'est barrée. Elle s'est barrée. Et m'a laissé son chat Hey, man. 
You were just listening to Chat Noir by La Jarrie as part of the borrowed section here on Old New Borrowed Blue. And I think up next what we'll do is we'll play your next foreign language song. We'll just go straight into that. As maçãs envolvem os corpos nus Nesse rio que corre em veias mansas dentro de mim Anjos e arcanjos pousam neste Éden infernal E a flecha do selvagem Da floresta que tenta me abraçar. Vem, amor, que um paraíso, num abraço amigo, sorrirá pra nós sem ninguém nos ver. Prometo, meu amor macio. Lucifer by Os Mutantes. I butchered that. It's Portuguese. And you're a fluent Portuguese. So I am, yeah. On that. Ooh, that was really bad. I thought that song was quite creepy. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. How'd you find it? Because that's what I'm wondering. Because that's it's, it's unusual for you to listen to Portuguese music, I'd say. What? No, really. Um, <laughs> so I found it because I was, I was like... Halloween music is hard enough to find without just doing like Thriller by Michael Jackson. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like the Monster Mash. So I was like Googling, looking for like any sort of hints and tips and help. And mm-hmm. um, I found a Swedish band had an interview where they were asked their favourite Halloween music. And one of the guys gave this song. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like psychedelic music so it is got like a really creepy eerie sound to it yeah and i think it perfectly captures that sort of creepiness you get around this time of year late at night mm-hmm. and i thought it was really good it is brazilian that's what it is oh interesting so it's not even portugal portuguese because i was wondering you did mention the monster mash though but i did find because i also googled um, a bit of it, or I think it was on a playlist. I think it was on the same playlist as the song I played, and it was Le Monstre Mash, and it was the French version of the Monster Mash. Oh, yeah, should I was that? like, should I? <laughs> it was like, I such didn't. an easy way to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, so this is from the psychedelic era, and it was like from the 60s, and yeah. I just think it's such an interesting. Um, it's one of those ones I would never listen to by myself because it's so creepy, but also. It's just something I would listen to, you know, as I'm doing something. That's when I normally listen to music, so if I'm cooking, if I'm getting ready, and it's not got a sort of vibe to it, but I do mm-hmm. really respect the music. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, I think. Because, yeah, I think there's different situations for different types of music. I think I'm going to play our next song, actually, just now as well, just because I really want to hear it. So I'm gonna play some Black Honey. I've got like they're from Brighton. I've got a few songs there. It's just like on my general playlist that 
whenever they come on I'm like oh yeah I really like this song but this one is their new one it was released a couple days ago and I thought it was like therefore quite Halloween because it was released recently it's part of a new section and it's also called I like the way you die by Black Honey and I completely just forgot why I was saying there for two seconds but you quite liked that didn't you? Yeah I quite liked the vibe of that yeah. They do quite interesting stuff. I think they're quite like mixed genre sounding almost. I don't know I feel like I read a lot of reviews of them and you know like in reviews they try and say like oh like they are inspired by like this band this band and this band. I feel like it changes quite a lot for them like they're quite hard to pin down. I I don't know I find that quite interesting mainly because I hate when Bands are pinned down as being one specific thing. But yeah, they're like, okay. yeah, but they're like, oh, this is like Oasis inspired. That's all they are. They're just yeah, like exactly. a copy of that. It's like they clearly have other influences and stuff. Like, yeah, I also think it's just interesting to be influenced by something because does that mean that like a band's like are genuinely trying to sound like X, Y, and Z, or is it just a thing that naturally happens because it's something like constantly permeates? Yeah. Like the music that they listen to. Right, well, we move on to our next song. So I was going to play, I think it's quite an obvious choice, I think, for Halloween stuff. But I also, I, I think I've been trying to play this for a while, but it's never really felt like the time, just because I feel like this song is quite, I don't know, it's quite like emotionally poignant, I know. So I'm, I've chosen the Cranberries with Zombie, just because Zombie, very Halloween-y, people like to dress up as it. But obviously, the song's not about that. The song's about the troubles in Ireland and about the death of a child. Well, technically two children, actually because it was a specific bombing that it was sort of a protest song about. And I don't know, I think it's just one of those songs that 
it's kind of held up as being the peak of grunge. Yeah. Which is, it's quite, it, like, it's genuinely, like, referred to as being, like, oh, they, they sort of even surpass Nirvana in hitting sort of peak grunge music. And yeah. it just sort of, like, encompasses the genre. But I also think it's quite interesting how popular it got. Like, it was, it was apparently quite hard for them to push through and actually get their label to go with, just because it was quite controversial. I can imagine it's been difficult for them to sing something quite political. Yeah. And I think that's what, I think, like, so, I don't know, like, the the lead singer, I think, had basically said that, like, this is something she really pushed for because she didn't just always want to do sort of, like, romance songs because what else would you write songs about all of the time? Yeah. Because, like, when you think about it, like, so much of music is just about sort of, like, romantic relationships between people. So I think it was interesting that she was like, no, like, this is, like, we want to sort of represent that. Like, we want to talk about what's going on in our country. And give more of a message through it. And I, I respect that. Like, I think it's quite a risk to do from a artist standpoint as well yeah well so i was actually reading about because i quite like knowing about like music videos as well i don't know why i just think they're quite interesting and zombie is actually one of the i think it's probably one of the most viewed music videos of all time partly because it's very interesting like it shows the troubles in quite an open way but also because it was quite controversial so i think it was the bbc they didn't play like the original version so i think the original version has some sort of clips of i think it's belfast and stuff like showing the situation and like I think there's some clips of maybe it's kids with guns and then the other clips are sort of like the cranberries performing sort of classic 90s music video yeah I can imagine yeah yeah cut it between um, them yeah exactly and like I don't know I think that basically the BBC had then only really taken the clips of them performing and shown them and I thought that was so interesting because that is very like that sounds almost dystopian to me like the idea of like you're really your one dominant media company completely it, like it didn't want to show the British public that like what was going on and it was because the British army were there as part of that conflict it's insane to think about I just find it really interesting because it's I think do you feel the same like the troubles just isn't taught much in British schools I think yeah definitely where we're from like it just wasn't taught Mm-hmm. I think that's very bizarre for Scotland as well because there is a lot of sectarian stuff that like we get talked about like it, it doesn't really get taught officially but it's sort of like all right well we'll do this book in English because the English teacher actually thinks it's really important to talk about sectarian violence in a central belt state school yeah we got taught about it in primary I remember that we mm-hmm. read a book about it as far and we read books about it throughout high school as well but I remember learning about it in primary school Mm. And it was Whereas, like I don't think you ever learned about sort of the stuff going on just like literally just a tiny bit west from us really. Yeah. Like Ireland's not that far away. I know, especially because like what I'd been read those books in like mid two thousands, right? And it's mm. like that was like a decade before. Yeah. Like in reality it's not that long ago that it happened. Yeah, it's actually, so it's one of those things where it's like, it's weird how long stuff was going on for, and it's also weird how recent it was. Yeah, you forgot that. And I think it's, it's so interesting how close to home stuff was. Like, like, there was stuff like bomb attacks on, like, on the mainland of the UK. Yeah. That's how you really call it, so quite simply, like, quite close by, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know, it's just, it's very interesting, I think it's one of those things that, I kind of want to ask older people about, like, what they remember of it as, say, a Scot looking at it. Because it's, it's really close by. Like, yeah. were they scared that stuff was going to happen where they were living? Yeah, I, I'm i intrigued by it. Now we've covered the whole history of it, do you want to play the song? Yeah, definitely. So we'll just play it just now. This is The Cranberries with Zombie.
So that was the Cranberries with Zombie and that was chosen as part of the old section here. And I think it is just always quite an emotional song to listen to and it is also, it's one of those things where it's a very emotional song but it has an amazing sound so it's like you, you really want to listen to it for sort of both aspects. Yeah. And I think it's, I don't, do you know what I mean? It's interesting to get a song that ticks both boxes because yeah. I think songs can either be very lyrically poignant or they can be musically very fantastic and to have them overlap I don't know, is that one of those things that maybe could only really happen in grunge? Because grunge is sort of a very emotional genre. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that type of emotions is hard to get beyond, like, ballads and Mm -hmm. that type of stuff as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, it's just a thought I've just had just now. Like, is that kind of... I don't like that, like, a perk to grunge. Like, if you want me to choose any, like, genre to express, like, certain emotions in would you choose grunge because you can just go for it if yeah you want. right well we go on to your song so I th- I'm convinced we've played this one before yeah and I'm really sorry if we have um, but it's okay because I think we really like this band as well like it is genuinely one of my I think one of my favorite songs of all time if I'm honest yeah so next up we're gonna play Pure Evil by Baby Strange back to old new board blue that was pure evil by baby strange fitting into our theme for the halloween special quite well basically i just i quite like that, that. that's really actually i actually didn't think about it yeah i just it's, it's a very good show thank you thank you it was difficult to find them see with old ones it's easy to just be like old music what can we do but mm-hmm. with the other genres it was harder to find yeah i think it was just that i happened to come across my 
new one and my blue one quite recently like they just happened to have been songs that I was listening to so I was quite lucky that way but yeah I think I don't know I think Halloween's one of those where you either get something that it's like super obvious it's like oh my god of course I'm gonna play that or it's I don't know just like a bit like they're really quite rare finds I think they're definitely gold dust like it is a hard episode to do and I but I, can't, I couldn't I think I couldn't not do a Halloween episode this year. I feel like Halloween's so weird this year that it's like I needed to do something to at least recognise that it was Halloween. Yeah. Will we go on to your last one? Please? Yeah, I think we should wrap up with our final song. This song is one of those things we used to play in the car. Oh, side note, mm-hmm. Rashid and I are sisters. <laughs> I feel that's a really th- important thing to know during the show <laughs> is that we are sisters. So we were sort of brought up with this playing in the car sometimes. Yeah. And Definitely. I thought it was quite a good Halloween one. So this is ACDC with Highway to Hell. <laughs> Highway to Hell by ACDC fitting quite nicely with our Halloween special. Did you enjoy Again, that? that's quite a good shout from you. Thank you. I actually ended up, I struggled but I did find some decent songs. I wonder if we should do, would you ever do another themed episode or was it too tough? We could do like Christmas because loads of new stuff comes out and then Valentine's, that's kind of easier. Yeah, I think that could be quite good. If people want that you can message into our Facebook page and be like, yes. That'd be great, and you can also suggest some sort of broader themes for us. 
on and Facebook. Also you can message in suggestions if you want. And furthermore, on Facebook, you can see everything that we played this week. Thank you for listening to our Halloween special. Did you feel like it was Halloween enough? I think it was quite a good mix of like being quite Halloweeny, but also still like music you would listen to normally. 